Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our podcast. Essential News Discussion is back. And because I'm culturally diverse, according to Joe Biden, this is episode <laughs> tres. I should be offended, but <laughs> I'm not. All right. Yeah, that's your candidate. It's, uh, <laughs> you can be offended by your candidate if you want. <laughs> All right, so uh, Sterling, go ahead and lead us along the way on the topics. Uh, today we'll talk about how reporting should be on COVID-19. We'll just get a contrasting look on uh, what it is versus what it could be. We'll talk about unemployment benefits and the executive order signed by President Trump. We'll talk about TikTok and China, and uh, that will tie in China. And we'll, that'll <laughs> tie into our social media censorship here locally. And then we'll end with some uh, wise words from uh, Joe Biden. I have no idea how this is going to end then. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we'll get it started with now. Reporting should be um, on EssentialNewsDiscussion.com. You'll be able to see a post that we actually went back and uh, we boosted recently. So that way people can see it, um, gain more viewership. Because it's a really good point. Um, the CDC is just really screaming cases at us. They're screaming positive tests. It's an attempt to get us to do what is right. But I would prefer to do what is right by just giving information in a more logical format. So this is a scenario that makes more sense. Total people tested, a negative test rate, a positive test rate, total deaths, and then a percentage of that, as well as a percentage of the total tests that were given. Um, the population of the U.S. and you get a mortality rate. They inverse that to give you your chances of not dying from COVID-19 which is my only issue with this meme and makes it a little bit more on the um, political side as opposed to the fair reporting side. But um, you guys saw the, the picture, too, that I'm talking about. If you haven't, you can go to essentialnewsdiscussion.com or Essential News Discussion on Facebook because that is our biggest platform. But what did you guys think about this? I, I don't think it's as... as uh, it don't, I don't think it ends as badly as you think it does. Is the information at the end that you have a problem with inaccurate? Um, no, it is not inaccurate. So I don't see the problem. It's off-putting. It is, mm. it is kind of throwing it back in the face of people that are getting their information the way it is currently being delivered. And yes, I 100% agree they are wrong for believing that information is being truth. But to do that is to discredit the source or discredit the information itself. So if that last line wasn't there, I think the point is made with all the information laid out prior. I think it was a necessary point that needed to get made. You know, the main uh, topic when it comes to COVID is, is the, the, the rate of uh, positive tests and the rate of infection. Without, without that last final tidbit, that 99.96 of anyone who catches it survives, that, that's super important. I mean, I, they're, they're still studying the long-lasting effects of people who've had, who've had COVID. So I'm not saying that Death is the end-all be-all, but it's the main reason why we're locked, why states are locking down. It's the main reason why schools were closed. It's the main reason why businesses are shut down. It isn't because someone gets the flu and may have a couple other symptoms that linger afterwards. It's because of fear of, of mass amounts of people dying. Well, guess what? Mass amounts of people aren't going to die from this. Yeah, that's true. And that, and that needs to be reported. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. We do have the benefit of knowing someone specifically that we all knew who passed from this. We mentioned that last time. Um, this is true. However, we can't let that one person dissuade all of the other people that do need to continue living their life. And that person will be remembered finally. They're a great person. It doesn't take away that we continue on um, in this journey called life. But we can't let 
the coronavirus scare us from living our life because it's not living to be locked in your house, unable to work, unable to provide adequately for your family. All of those things need to be factored in as well. That's true. Um, I think my point of view is a little bit different only because I know of a couple people who passed away from it. I, I know a few people other, yeah. than, other than our mutual friend as well. Yeah. But again, we know a few people versus, right. but versus what, um, a ton of people, thousands, yeah. millions of people this is, yeah, that, but that the aren't going to work, aren't able to live their normal lives. But the reason I, I took my son out of daycare for this year is because of all the unknowns about the virus. I'm not... To be honest, I've never really been worried about the death part of it because when you die, it's kind of it anyway, right? But the long-lasting effects, right? So now we're seeing things like there's neurological effects they're thinking now maybe. So I just think there's... I think the virus is so new that they're focusing on one aspect to try to kind of terrorize people and there's so much more information that they're kind of hit, keep it hidden from us right now. And we definitely respect your, your choice to keep your son out of um, you know daycare and everything. You're definitely going to be able to limit the amount of germs and exposure um, to risk. And me personally, that's what I'm for. I I kind of feel like I've become more of a, a liberator for people's freedoms because uh, I don't like that the government tells us what we do in every step of our lives. Just give us the information, be truthful in that information, and allow us, and to, allow us to make those decisions. Exactly. I agree 100%. 100%. And that's something that all of us on different sides of, of the political spectrum, yeah. you know, we all agree on that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. Choice. Yeah. We need choices. The government can't decide for us. And as, as badly as COVID has hit some communities, it's still a small percentage of, of the people that are being affected versus the rest of us who, who uh, are, are, are having friends close down businesses, are having uh, friends be, uh, continue to be unemployed, having a hard time making ends meet, paying bills. And that kind of leads us into the next topic of discussion, which is unemployment benefits <clears throat> and the executive order that, that uh, Trump did, did last week or this week, earlier this week. Yeah, who feels the most strongly on this? Do, I, mean, I, I, I would love to open up this, this topic with Everett's point of view. He always seems to be last in, so oh, I want you um, to be first up. So just so I can get the amount correct, it's $400 extra? Is that what it is? We went from 600 to 400 um, and that is with Trump's executive order, correct? Okay. Um, I can't be angry at the fact that there's money going out to people who need money right now. That's that's hard to be angry about, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, the motivation, I'm not sure if it's, if it's an altruistic motivation. It's probably more because it's an election year and he's trying to get elected again. But, I mean, as far as political stunts go, <laughs> it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Making it rain on the American population. <laughs> so, I'll get my take. Uh Trump was in a situation with this that, judge him how you will, and I know I've been pro-Trump a lot lately. Uh, I, I've, yeah, been to, I've been always. since 2016. Yeah. Since the beginning. Yeah. I, I've been since the beginning. But I was there when it first started, Nick. No, I'm joking. No, this is a family show ever. <laughs> it's, on, it's on network television. Y'all heard it. But Despite my, my, my pro-Trump stance, I, I think he, he made a good choice, and a lot of people are going to judge him on it, but he was, he, he was faced with dealing with the right not wanting to, to, to uh, give people back the same amount of money that they had, and the left wanting to give them the exact same amount of money. So I think the, the left was campaigning to, to uh, bring back the $600 benefit. Mm -hmm. The right, who wanted no part of it, they, they don't want any benefits at all, but to give them a concession, they, they wanted $200 a week. Trump just 
got tired of dealing with both sides bigger and said, hey, man, you can't agree. You can't agree. I'm splitting the difference. And, this, and us being coming from a, 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 car, a car background, he did exactly what we would do in the situation. You want to be here. You want to be here. Let's split the difference. You want to be 200. You guys want to be 600. I'm going for 400. I usually say, I usually say no. But um, to, his, to, your, <laughs> <laughs> to, to your point, though, I don't think it. I think it's mainly because the people who vote for Trump or the Republicans that vote for Trump, that his strongest base are those people who are still low income. And I think he's just appealing to his base. I disagree. I think his more hardcore base it goes along with the rest of the Republican Party, and they don't want any more benefits. Probably mm. some of the lower income earning ones probably appreciate it, but they're at, at their core belief, they, they knew that $600 extra benefit was bad for us. They're, it was bad for our economy. It was bad. I personally was working at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a company where early on in COVID, people got laid off and furloughed. About midway through the second month after, after furloughs, we were trying to call people back. They the, didn't want to come back to the work. The entry-level people. The entry-level people. They didn't want to come back to work. They were earning, you know, between 10 and $15 an hour to, to work 40 hours a week where I was working. Mm -hmm. Now they're getting more than that to stay at home. Of course, you wouldn't want to come into work. I mean, and, 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 that's, and that's been the whole Republican argument the entire time. You can't pay people more than they're currently earning to stay at home. You shouldn't. So are you saying that they should have, like, a more of an income-based ideology behind this? Well, regular unemployment is already income-based. The, the federal uh, stimulus uh, bonus or whatever incentive. you call it, incentive, is, is, is not income-based. Everybody gets the same thing. Everyone That's people. true, right. So I, maybe they should make the federal, uh, the federal uh, incentive income-based. I don't know if the state income for Florida is um, based on income. It is. Your max, the max you can earn is two seventy-five. Right, so at that point, it stops being based off of your income. That's true. At that point, that's when it cuts off. But there's a lot of people that don't, that, that don't get less than the two seventy-five because they earn less than that. That number is the problem. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I'm thinking that people entry-level, you're saying like $10 to $15 an hour? Is that what you're saying? 10 to 15 Correct. That's more than $200-something a week. It's, okay, so yes. Jose said two different things though, but he said the six hundred dollars is more than that, which it is. It's fifteen dollars for people forty people hours. People at the upper end of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The two seventy five is too little, but it should be based off what you would earn if you were working. And you know what makes more sense? A percentage less than one hundred percent because you're not working. I do. Um, I understand what you're saying, and I think that maybe because this is a temporary thing that we're overanalyzing it too much because it's not meant to be long term, right? It, it, it well, you have to analyze it, and the reason why I bring that up is because I know of very specific cases where people are taking advantage of the situation, and that's no knock on the people. That's just the fact that whenever there's a loophole that presents itself, whether you're rich, poor, black, white, male, you're or female, advantage of it, 100%. you're going to take advantage of it. Um, and you know, So let's close those loopholes. Let's close them for the rich. Let's close them for people getting unemployment. I agree. Equally. like I'm not saying we target people that need unemployment money, um, but something does need to be done because we talked a little bit about this last week when we talked about the money issue. This will come back to bite the American populace in general. We have those extremes where cryptocurrency... And then precious metals are both increasing in value against the dollar. And the reason why is because the dollar is actually depreciating in value. It's depreciating because there's an oversupply of U.S. dollars in circulation. The money's not being spent in the same way. It's being invested in stocks. So it's devaluing the stocks to a certain extent. You might get a $1,000 investment in a stock, but if that value loses 10%, you're really only getting $900. 
the money is not being used the way it was intended, which is through uh, supply and demand. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I personally was unemployed during a portion of the quarantine. Same. You know, uh, Everett, you, you congratulations, be, Everett. Congratulations, hey. Everett. You happen to be the only one who was You're the most essential. For the first time, of the darkest guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the reason why I didn't continue to remain unemployed and, and continue looking for work is because at 275 plus 600, 875 a week was not anywhere near what I, I needed to sustain myself and my family. Mm -hmm. But that, that's not the case for a lot of people. So everyone's seeing this as, oh, man, this is such a great incentive. For me, it was like, man, I can't live on this. I got to go find work. So it's the thing. Does it really change anything? Because the people who are make who are who need more than that are gonna go out and get it regardless, right? Um, not necessarily. But there was but there's a large population of people who were getting more than they ever needed. Right, but that's gonna be gone soon anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see a long lasting negative effects. Well, the long lasting yeah. negative effects is that as everyone, everyone knows, as everyone knows, the right. economy is is is, is connected. If the people at the bottom aren't working, the people slightly above them and then all the way to the top aren't earning as much money either. The economy is, is, it slows down. No, but it, what it, I'm saying is they're going to go back to work. I'm saying this whole stimulus yeah, thing, it's, it's not, it's not, not long-lived. I'd rather everyone go back to work in April than everyone go back to work in November. Here's the thing, though. Here's a big thing we, we, don't, we, we overlooked a little bit is that companies are using this time to figure out who they can do without, right? So a lot of people aren't going back to work anyway. You're right. Those jobs that are temporary job losses yeah. might actually be, be permanent. permanent. Yeah, and I that's mean, even worse. That's uh, that's another. I look at I look at an example. We're in Orlando, Florida, a pretty big tourist destination. Uh, tourism is going to be down in general due to theme parks and mass yeah. gatherings being um, limited. But if you, I mean, like the rippling effects of the tourism industry going down is. Um, the airline industry is receiving bailout money, so that's just money that's given to them so that way they can uh, exist. They're floating people. Um, I disagree with that completely. Oh, the what bail part do you get? No, I hate the idea that... Oh, you don't like that the airlines are getting bailed out. You know, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it, make, it makes no sense to me, actually. No. Yeah. They can't do what they're supposed to do regardless of the reason. It's right. health-related now. So if you can't do what you're supposed to do, why should taxpayers have to give you money so that way you can be economically How can you make making so billions of dollars no for sense. like 20 no years sense. and you have no money? Absolutely right. Fact. So yeah. the rippling effects of the economy are, are wide Here. and our fix for them is a bad fix. Here's what I'll I say, agree. and I'm not advocating for these big businesses. You're 100% right. They should have you know reserves for these, these sort of things. But guess what? We're, 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 the, we're the pot calling the kettle black. Most of the American people didn't save enough money to get themselves through the pandemic, but we're, we're expecting the corporations that employ them to. It, it can't be a double standard. These, these things aren't run by machines. They're run by people just like me and you. Here's a problem. And, if, and if me and you, people like me and you can't balance our budget, how can that person? So it is a double standard because when you apply for a loan, they expect you to have balanced your budget, correct? It's the same thing for a business. If you're making that kind of money and you can't make payroll for three months, you messed up. I, I also, we're I, in month five. I, I don't, okay. I don't disagree okay. with that, but yeah. you know the world is built on greed, and these, these executives and, and business owners of, of these large corporations, if they're not making XYZ amount of money, it, it isn't worth their time to keep the business open. So what, what are we going to do in six months' time, a year's time? COVID is done, but there's no airlines. There will be airlines, because here's what will happen. If those go under, somebody just buy them. They replace yeah. them out. That's Have not you guys ever heard of Ryan's Air? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a small airline, and I guarantee that if Southwest... Delta, 
you name it, United, yeah. they go under, Ryan's there. Yeah, and that's the, the thing slide. behind and it. I'm There's not no... saying they're going to cease to exist, but the, the quality of service is going to drop significantly. The amount of options are going to drop significantly. Could service drop any more in the airline industry? Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm serious. So what? So what? You got to fly Spirit for a little bit. You'll be all right. If there's three choices, <laughs> Spirit isn't going to be $69 anymore. It's going to be $6,900. But you know why that's okay? Because there's less options. Because it's the market. Yeah. They're going to charge $6,900, and guess what? People are going to start driving. And this is my, and this, honestly, this, this, is my, this is my whole problem with the conservative thing when it comes to these kind of bailout things. Because you can't bailout businesses without bailout yeah, people. Exactly. You can't do it. You can't do it. It don't work out. But way. we're doing both. We're doing both. You're, you're okay with... <laughs> That's also a problem. Yeah. It's a completely different problem. <laughs> it's no, but, different. But, but they don't make, the government no, doesn't make money. But I'm not defending. I'm not defending. They the literally get bailed it, out. They don't generate it. You're right. What I'm trying to paint... The picture I'm trying to paint here is that Everett is pro... The, these unemployment benefits, he's pro for people getting these incentives, but he's anti the corporation to employ them again. One hundred percent, and here's why: because well, I agree with you on that, Jose. Everett is right on one issue and wrong on yeah, the other. But here's, but here's why, though. Right? So, but here's, here's for the record, I'm with you guys on the whole corporate thing. I'm yeah, only, I'm, o- I'm only highlighting it because you're, you, you got to be against both. You can't. But here's why: because we're in they're a pan- the same. They're not. We're in Corporations a pan- are ran by people. We're in a pandemic, right? And the corporation is just treated as an individual citizen. It's not treated as it's run by people, right? It is. Right? So they get benefits that individual people don't get. It would be better suited for our needs if the people got those benefits and the corporations got none of them because it's free market. So the only reason that would work is if those people are still allowed, able, whatever word you want to use, they're working. You can't allow not the really. people I'm saying, to I'm, not work what I'm saying and is, then give them the reward as if they were working. Because that disincentivizes the company from existing. To, to pay out the people. Are you, are you, of are you company, saying right now because it's because the company is a person, right? Someone right. owns that company. They put money in to make that company right. what it is. So if that person is getting, they're getting the negative effects of the government giving their employees money to not work. They're left. In but a, it's, in a very here's the bad thing: situation. it's not a negative. I don't think it's a negative effect because we're talking about a short-lived situation. This is a unique situation. This is a long term. It's not okay. It is a long term. You, you say it's right not now, long term. All the facts. It used to be two weeks, right, to flatten the curve. It's three months. Now it's five months. But think we're about this for a second. School right? like we're supposed. But think to. about this, right? So, in order to flatten the curve, if there, the idea behind flattening the curve is to shut everything down, right? The reason we didn't shut everything down, we did it in stages, is because some things needed to be open, right? What if? What if we didn't give these benefits out to corporations and we kept all this money for situations like this, like you did in other countries, right? So like everything, everything is shut down. But now you're giving the government, not even people, what, twelve hundred dollars a week for like six weeks or something like that. You can't shut everything down and then give people money to spend into the economy because where are they going to spend it if everything? But your money, shut down? the money. That's that's what I'm saying. The money we pay, we pay so much money in taxes. The money is already there, but corporations take a you lot. You know more the government money. spends more money than they collect in taxes, right? That's true. But I'm saying a lot of that money goes to corporations already, though. I don't think we should be any benefits to corporations at all. I think if it's free market, it should be free market. That's my opinion. Listen, at the end of the day, there's so much that we spend money on, especially with like international aid, for example. I'd rather give my corporations money than some country that has nothing to do with us. Well, they do have something to do with us because there are uh, trade aspects. Yeah, that's true. Trade and allies, blah, 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 no, blah. No, that's a big just, deal. Man. Not just trade and allies. Like Sometimes we import metals and... Rocks and mm-hmm. uh, lumber and all the different I don't things think that we that, might not have right here in the United right, States. But I don't think that corporations should get any any like tax cuts or well, anything. I think if, you should if, pay for it. That, if, that, if, if, if that if business employs a hundred or a thousand, yeah, people, and they still will. Why would they though? 
Wouldn't it be, be easier? Okay, so their employees are getting paid not to work. They're not getting any government assistance. They're just expected to grit their teeth and bear this uh, very, very bad time. Right, right? but think about... Okay, Wouldn't but it be easier for them just to close business? Okay, so that's fine. So we're talking about airlines right now, right? Let's say close business and six months from now, things are back to normal, right? It's not like that. It's not like that business is gone. Somebody will take over that business. Here's what. Here's, what, here's that's the fine. part that you're you you don't you, you're failing to see. We're not going back to normal. Normal's not coming back. It, there'll be a version of it. You might have to wear a mask, but it's coming back. It doesn't seem like it's no, coming no, back. Normal. We already going back. back to school. Kids, kids go back to school in like a couple of days, guys. Yeah, with the option right of stay, with the option to stay home. Yeah, but who's gonna stay home? People who have money to keep their kids home. Everybody else is going back to school, man. It's true. I mean, yeah, that's that, that's that, it. That part. That part. Sounds like that is what's going to happen, but so far since March, uh, when the restrictions were implemented initially, uh, things have not gotten back anywhere close to a sense of where they were pre-March, um, and not to mention uh, the year 2020 seems pretty cursed in general. I mean, this is just, yeah, this is just, this is just August, though. You know what I'm saying? So Let's do closing thoughts on unemployment benefits. Oh, you sorry, want to say, yeah. No, no, we're good. Let's just yeah. do closing thoughts so we can move on to the next topic. Uh, you, anybody want to go first? Go ahead, Joe. Uh, unemployment benefits and the executive order. We didn't talk a lot about the executive order, so I'm going to talk about that. That's true. Um, Trump stepped up. He, he, you brought it up earlier in the conversation, uh, Everett. Uh, Trump stepped up, and there's two aspects of it. One was political gain, and then the other one was um, it needed to be done. Uh, Jose, you brought that point up. So two great points by both of you guys mm -hmm. tend to be on different sides of the arguments more times than not. But, you know, let's give credit where credit's due. I talked with Jose about this before the show. Still my dude, though. I don't know if this is, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it's technically legal. Like, if that's what the Trump is supposed to do, uh, <laughs> for Trump to write into law something that didn't go through the proper legislative process, there's supposed to be a scope to what he's able to do. This seems a little bit outside that scope on some of the other um, economic commentary that I've received. But let's put that aside because it did need to happen. Um, where we are now was as a result of bad preparation. And so mm -hmm. there needed to be a way to, to remedy that. And I think he came up with a pretty fair compromise. He pretty much King Solomon the situation. The baby was the economic situation. <laughs> he said, Solomon. let's cut the difference in half. And then he presented the bill. That's a good, so, that's a good analogy. Yeah, I, so I like you guys, that. You guys who don't think Trump is uh, religious... Here you go. Oh, he's not. That's not. Let's get out of the way right now. He's not. This move Listen, on. he's the option for the evangelist, but moving on. <laughs> you guys have closing thoughts? Or? I mean, you, you, I, I pretty much uh, spoke my piece on it, but I, I tend to lean more on the right, as, as, as you guys all know. Um, Trump's decision is not right-leaning at all. It's center, you know? He just went right down the middle, like he said, King Solomon style, and, and chopped it. The the conservative in me, conservative in me, wants to hate him for that because he should have, uh, you know, followed the rest of the party, but no, he, you know, wanted a piece to both sides. And to Sterling's point, is it is because it's an election year, mm -hmm. but but he also was in a position where he had to decide what's right. Now you know, there's all these things coming up over, over him having the right to be able to do this and, and getting sued to stop him from doing it, etc. But if you're in his position, whether you're right leaning or left leaning, there was no other option. You got you got. The, the House and the Senate arguing over this back and forth for, what what was it, weeks, months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, something had to be done. But, Everett, hey, just, just side note, because 
I think it was all a political stunt, which is okay. I'm I'm for it if, as long as it helps the people, right? Is stunt the right word though? If there was real benefit to be had, it seems like there's real benefit, right? Yeah, that's true. So uh, stunt might be the wrong word. Maybe I don't know, but I'm mutually if, beneficial. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you it can seems say like it. A mutually beneficial political stunt. Oh, there I'll you go. say that. There, there you go. go. I like yeah, it. I like that. But uh, have y'all heard about the uh, him postponing the election? We, we didn't bring that, that up funny. at all. I think I it's don't hilarious. Think serious. I don't think you know serious. what's crazy. You know what's crazy. It'd be worse for him. He should not. It'd be terrible if he did that for a problem. His numbers getting worse as time goes on. So yeah, he, he should move the election up. The President <laughs> Pelosi. That's what will happen. That's what will happen. That's what will happen. Oh my God. Hey, let's postpone, let's postpone wow. this election right quick. Wow. <laughs> I, I already know what kind of ice cream she likes. I don't need to know what you Oh, man. Hilarious. Uh, what, what a great way to move on to the next topic, right? <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure we're recording this while we're indulging in one of Pelosi's hobbies. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're all drinking ice cream shakes. <laughs> <laughs> and they are delicious. <laughs> all right, moving on to the next topic. Away from Pelosi. And all the way to the other side of the world in twenty twenty one. China. We're talking China. about TikTok here, folks. Not not China specifically. It's garbage. China, oh, China will get, get brought up, I guess. But go ahead, uh, Sterling, and open up with your thoughts on the TikTok China situation. Ooh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so Trump went ahead and um, made it illegal for TikTok to operate in the United States. Um, forty five days from give or take five days ago. So about forty days left before TikTok has to either sell their U.S. operations to Microsoft or some other entity. And um, it's unfortunately going to be at a uh, compromised price. And I say unfortunately because I do tend to lean more free market than uh, government uh, rule. But uh, long story short, I'm actually in favor of the restrictions associated with no TikTok in the United States. The reason why is... um, the Chinese government's gaining information from these apps, and yes, we're allowed to agree to that. My my interesting aspect of this is, are we allowed to agree to allow to foreign governments to spy on us? Because that's what it is. Um, I'll turn it over to you guys for some conversation and commentary on that. Um, for the first time in my life, I'm 100% in line with Trump's decision on this. <laughs> in fact... I'm surprised it took this long. I don't understand why it took so long. We've three known this three point eight yeah, seven we've, five years. We've known this forever since TikTok since TikTok first came to America. That's that's what their goal was. This is this is what it is. It's partly owned by the Chinese government and they spy on people. Now the argument is is it different than uh Facebook spying on you? And my answer is yes. Because uh Facebook is domestic and they're not planning anything to make America fall, right? We don't know what China's planning. So it, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean, people, companies like Facebook and Twitter and Amazon and all the other companies, Google, who spy on us, they're not spying us to... to, to they're trying to sell you stuff. They're trying to sell us stuff, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's for marketing reasons. And I don't agree with it, but it, it happens and I'm more comfortable with it than, than I am with China having details. And, and, and it's not just everyone's like, oh, who cares about China watching my 16-year-old do bad dancing? It's not the bad dancing. It's everything else that's attached to your cell phone. That 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 they have access to. 100%. They see where your sixteen-year-old goes. Yep. They can listen to your what kind of music? conversations. Just like if Alexa was in your home and Alexa was reporting everything, and instead of Alexa, it was Alexi and Alexi reported to hey, the hey, Russian hey, government. You, you talk, hey. No, we're talking. Hey. We're, talk, <laughs> we're talking about China. Yeah, I don't. I don't want a problem. Hey, but by the way, though, 
People listen to your conversation, though, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sterling said, Sterling said that. All they right. do, though. So. <laughs> right? Do you disagree? No, they do. Yeah, it's, 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 why, it's why the echoes have a mute button. If you don't use it, that's, that's your yeah, fault. Yeah, I turn, I it, I turn it up very often, yeah. I still think they listen. All right, but we're not done talking about anyway, China. Back to TikTok. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about with China. Yes. Back to TikTok. So, I agree with uh, with Everett on this. This should have happened years ago. And I, you I, agree with me because you agree with Everett. Yeah, hey, I, I want you to know this is a very special podcast. Me and Jose agree on a lot of topics. Yeah, And we agree on this and Sterling doesn't let us have this moment. <laughs> moving on now no, we're, we're moving on anyways um yeah so for the, for the last couple of years we've known about this the u.s government pentagon specifically uh, has banned any government mm-hmm. employees pentagon employees from installing this app on their phones yet it was safe enough for us to use it on our personal devices granted we don't have the same level of information that military personnel that work at the pentagon do but if it's too risky for them to have. It's too risky for my 16-year-old to have. 100%. Yeah, I, I think that people are downplaying this, like the seriousness of being able to know what Americans are talking about, what Americans, where they're going. Um, like What things and, you like? Yeah, not, not what just do the things you, you like. No, but, but like, what do you view? What kind of content do you, you consume? All of that stuff. Literally everything phone is being monitored. It's crazy. Like, what apps you open, how long you're in those apps. Your contact list. Yeah, a lot of people do mobile banking. So if you're mobile banking, yeah, you're sending money, they can literally see everything on your phone. And yes, it's the same thing about Facebook and Google. But like Jose said, they're American companies. There's a limit to the, the damage that they can do. They already spy on us, we know, from the NSA um, and other government programs. So we've already given up those civil liberty liberties by kind of just being here. Or to Jordan. What? <laughs> the yeah, we, we we just got a new follower from uh, the Miss, United States. Miss Snowden now, right? It's a woman, right? Uh, did, uh, did that happen? I think so. I think so. I'm going to transition to one other thing here in regards to China specifically, not just TikTok. Is it human rights violations? Are we not doing that? Yes, it's human okay, rights yeah. violations. All right. all right. So um, as we all as we all know, Hong Kong is going through some tough times right now. They were supposed to be independent until the 2040s. I forget exactly what year it was, but there was an agreement in place. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, Beijing, uh, operating as the capital of China, did not allow that to continue. They decided that right now was the time to make their move, and that move was very aggressive. So they signed into law on July 1st, 2020, making it illegal to speak out against the government. It was uh, counted as treason. They were monitoring people's movements already, and then they were just using those movements. Hey, well, imagine that, monitoring people's movements like TikTok, and then now acting on those movements and those information that they gather to not allow them to uh, speak freely or any other rights that they may have. So in addition to doing that, they also put sanctions on 11 Americans, including six lawmakers. They put uh, sanctions on the senators, uh, Ted, uh, uh, Ted Cruz. Marco Rubio, mm-hmm. and if you want to go ahead and be political about this, yes, they are Republican, but let's go ahead and get into the people that aren't Republican. They also put sanctions on Human Rights Watch Executive Director Kenneth Roth, President of the National Endowment mm-hmm. for Democracy Carl Gershman, President of National Democratic Institute Derek Mitchell, President of the International Republican Institute Daniel Twain, and President of Freedom House Michael Abramowitz were also sanctioned. That's but, ridiculous. But isn't it so? Here's my understanding. Would you? This is true too about about yeah. uh, Hong Kong. But I thought that uh, we were getting involved because they put 
uh, Muslim people in the, in the, the detention Uyghur, camps. The Uyghur people. That's a whole nother issue that needs another segment to be addressed. But the short version of that, you're right. They are essentially, China is putting Muslim people, residents, into internment camps. Now Uyghurs. I gotta ask that's, this. That's now called. I have to say this, and y'all can, we can argue about it afterward now, but isn't it a little bit hypocritical for us to talk about them putting Muslim people in, in uh, detention camps when we've kind of done the same thing with people trying to come into our country, correct? The comparison you're making is to citizens and people that were born and reside in the country of China mm -hmm. and people that are immigrating to America illegally. What about the people who were born in, a, in America? Who are we putting into... Are we talking like DACA or something like that, right? We had a problem with that for a little bit too, right? DACA is its own separate issue and it's not as large of a group of people as the Muslim population. I agree. I'm not talking about size. I'm just saying it's a little bit hypocritical. We haven't. We haven't. It, it isn't hypocritical. It's a little, bit, it's a little bit hypocritical. It's a little, a little bit. bit hypocritical. We should we're, probably. We're incarcerating people who are breaking the law to by by coming into our country illegally. They're incarcerating people who have done no wrong. Here's the thing: the kids and, and are illegal Chinese the, citizens. But those kids, at the, but those kids at the border didn't come in illegally. They were born here. Some of them. Mm. Some of them. Some of them that are in this DACA limbo that goes yeah. back and forth. But that sum is, how many people do you think that is? Because I, oh, I don't know. You can probably look at the number. I have, no, I have no idea. It's dozens. probably more than that, though. No, there's like... Probably last, more than last that. Last I checked on that story, there was like 2,200 kids. So there's it, more it, it, people it, it, that these... fall into that category, but the people that get locked up and put into cages, as you're referring to, mm -hmm. dozens. I think that maybe I, I do think are born outside of the United I States. I hear you. And are I, don't I, just, I just kind of feel like maybe we should try to figure out our own problem first. We get involved in the Muslim thing. I'm okay with the with Hong Kong and those people being not. In some ways, I can be a little agree. liberal with stuff. This yeah. is kind of like one of those bleeding heart liberal moments that conservatives refer to because this is outside of what I would normally uh, turn my attention to. I just personally feel that and. By the way, I, I, I am a descendant of, of someone who was once an illegal immigrant. So my, my, my opinion, I, I feel is, it, it comes with a little bit more power than the average person. My, my dad was an illegal immigrant at one point. My uncles were as well. One of my uncles was incarcerated for being an illegal immigrant, did his time, got out, went back home, and came back legally. Voted 20 times for Biden. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Hillary. He, he, I don't think he's ever voted. <laughs> But so that's the problem. Inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it was. But they're all. they were. Hey, you, you want to jump him after this? No, be good. Okay. <laughs> they all became legal U.S. citizens. They did it. They did it the right way. A couple of them, you know, just a little late in doing it. They, 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 they were a little late in doing it, but Word. they did it the okay. right way eventually. Now, my my disagreement with you on this is that we're punishing folks, and I, and I and I sympathize for the children because the children have no fault. But if their parents are in jail, what are we to do with them? Put them in, in U.S. foster care that's already crippled. We don't have enough foster homes for our American kids. What are we supposed to do with them? Many of them didn't even actually come with their parents. They were being used as, as fake families to, 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 to come to the U.S. They were orphans, essentially. They were bringing orphans. They were with their parents, quote-unquote, but a lot of the times they weren't. No, hey, we could talk about immigration for a while, but... But, 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 yeah. but I just don't feel like you can compare the two. This is more equivalent to what happened in Nazi Germany than what's happening on our border. And and what you don't, if, think and, you don't think it's equivalent a little bit when he banned Muslims for a little bit too? Is this a, or tried no, to ban Muslims? He tried, it's he, it's he just did, a, it's kind of hypocritical. Ban, he banned travel from those countries. It's kind of hypocritical. I feel like he That's banned. It, no, it's not hypocritical because we're not you're not talking about the same thing. We're talking we're still talking about immigrants versus citizens born. What if this happened to us here? Because that's what's happening there. 
It's not happening to illegal immigrants coming into the country. It's happening mm -hmm. to people who were born in that country, who have roots in that country for thousands of years. It isn't immigrants. You know what? I'm going to concede this, and we'll talk about it later, so I can get more information to argue this better. You, that's a good point, because there are times where we bring up issues that do need a little bit uh, additional review. So we'll be um, circling back on some topics as we move you forward. Made, you made some good points, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's yeah. some information that needs to be, um, you know, researched. And uh, last week, uh, there was a back and forth that you guys had, which was a very good one, where Jose brought up uh, accomplishments of Obama. And if you're not ready for that, um, like right, right off the cuff, as far as, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not going to be able to answer, um, you know, reasonably. So uh, Everett, feel free to do some research on that, because I also was captivated by Obama. He was very intelligent, very smart, a, a good speaker. And you know what? All of the things that he did, both good and bad, were not uh, accurately uh, discussed and covered. That's true. Yeah. They took... they. To be honest... It's such a big deal that he was the first black president. That's a big I was about to say, I feel like... That we don't really need to dive down sometimes into what was, yeah. uh, what was done or what was not Asterisk, done. first biracial president, but moving on. Still black. <laughs> One-eighth, bro. One-eighth, what they say. <laughs> I don't know what the percentages are. I'm, <laughs> yeah, you do. It's one-eighth. <laughs> 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 what, is that, that the, the minimum qualification, one-eighth? To be black, yeah. It's legal. That's like, that's in the Constitution. You were a slave if you are one-eighth black. Is that the cutoff if they do reparations? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well... Mo <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving, moving on, on I guess. Uh, the next topic It's here. a lot of white oh, kids' reparations. Actually, Jose, you move us on here for it. Save us. Go ahead. Save us. So, social media censorship. Oh, you know, on, as... Both sides of the political spectrum have been experiences, experiences recently. Early on, it was just, it was just a conservatism and the right. I don't think so, because you know what's crazy? When y'all said that before about it being assertive, there was a bunch of uh, people who posted things about black uh, politics, and they were also put in Facebook jail, as I was. No, that's that's that's, that's, that's the now. Facebook jail. I was. Did you let them know you were a liberal? No, that's me now, but before, that's... they were doing it before. I, I found out that more people happened to more people before me because I was put in Facebook jail. Well, I mean, I do get a, a, my fair share of ads rejected that I want to add, but I think that's because a lot of people will consider me uh, right-leaning and you know, maybe even some people alt-right, but I don't think that's accurate. Alt-right? I don't know. Y'all don't, don't really talk a lot of conspiracy stuff, so I don't think so. We'll get into that soon. You guys got, <laughs> I'm the right-leaning guy, and you guys are the ones who brought up the real deep conspiracies last time talking about aliens and stuff. How is that a deep conspiracy? The Pentagon made a statement saying that they exist. There Anyways, back to social media censorship. You see all this lightning? The, space, <laughs> spaceships. I went, I went back and watched War of the Worlds for research purposes. So, so there's a particular hashtag that's been trending that, that everyone who posts it um, gets her post deleted. Not everyone. Not everyone almost, but, everyone. but almost everyone. Everyone who already has a mark on the record. The, the hashtag is hmm. hashtag save the children. I'm not posting it. So I just got mine back. So the, these these posts are trying to expose uh, the human trafficking and, 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 and pedophilia, basically. A lot of the a lot of the posts, I understand why Facebook, Twitter, the major social media platforms uh, want to mm -hmm. censor them because some do me a favor. Oh, you gotta explain it. Never mind. Some misinformation yeah. gets spread because some of it are tied to, to deep conspiracy theories. But there's there's a good portion of it that everyone needs to hear. Some of it may be rooted in conspiracies. But as we've begun to find out through the uh, Maxwell files that are getting released, through Epstein, and through all the other uh, people in Hollywood, uh, Weinstein, and, and uh, what's the other dude uh, from House of Cards? 
Oh, oh Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. We're, we're, Wait, there's we're, more stuff with Kevin Spacey now? I don't think there's more stuff. No, I'm, just I'm, the one. I'm, I'm oh, just okay. saying, yeah, yeah, because okay. of all those cases, now people are open up the open up their minds up a little bit and more say, hey man, this this all this stuff deserves this a second look. This is bigger than we thought. This deserves a second look. Now, whether some of it spreads misinformation or not, why would social media platforms go out of their way to remove these posts that are tied to save the children? Do they not care about about the the, the topic? I just thought about this right now. I'm going to be talking about it a little bit earlier before we started recording. But uh, it could also be because if some things are unsubstantiated, you can open yourself up to defamation lawsuits. That's the reason they cut it out. That's a big, that's a really good they, reason. They actually. wouldn't be liable because these are posts made by individuals. You'd be liable. If you let it be shared, you can be, you can be caught up in the same lawsuit. I don't think that's I, accurate. I don't think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure, it's actually. It's a social media but the nice part is... You can't tie it to like, Facebook. My like, opinion isn't Facebook's. Right. So, yeah, Facebook is literally a platform for people to share their own ideas. Right, that, but... That is huge because on Facebook specifically, you don't get to hide behind a username. You're supposed to be tied to your first name mm. and your last name. And There's a lot of catfishing going on. They're, they're loosening up those standards a bit, but... Yeah. Yeah. But it's a little bit more... Uh, Difficult to hide but it's your a little bit, it's a little versus bit, Twitter. But it's a little bit different when it starts circulating around because that becomes Facebook's thing, like ads and stuff like that. Or like, or like if it gets shared so many times, I think I think they can get caught. I think they can be held liable for it. I'm pretty I haven't sure. heard anything about them getting caught before, so it's a little speculative yeah, without any resources to cite. So That's it, my opinion. It, it's yeah. no secret that a lot of uh, execs and, and powerful companies are involved in, in, in this Whatever you want to call it, can you elaborate? Yeah, when name you say, a name, name a couple. Actually. Yeah, you had to elaborate when you say there are there's no secrets because it's opinion. I do agree with you on this opinion, but we got to back it up with something. We've we've mm-hmm. all seen the logs. We've all seen the Epstein logs. We've seen we've seen who's on it. Yeah, but say the name. Some of those some of those are kind of suspect though. I say that because there's some logs on it that have been photoshopped. Also, not all of them are real. Not, not all of those are authentic. Photoshop exists for anything and everything. Exactly. So we can't acknowledge it on one specific case. We covered a couple of different things. Uh, there could have been Photoshop on the unemployment benefits that we, you know, that maybe have been circulating around about. I would say this though. Shout out to Netflix because that Jeffrey Epstein uh, documentary. That shit is crazy. That that is probably what led to Ghislaine Maxwell getting arrested. I'm glad. That is nonsensical. Right. That is. That is uh, well, let's anyway. talk about the the hashtag by itself. So save the children is a good hashtag from the standpoint of it's bringing awareness to an issue that needs mm-hmm. more attention brought to it. Now, I understand taking down uh, the posts and the tweets and the communication that is not verified, but when they're talking about the individuals, let's, let's parse the information. Let's, let's dedicate these uh, social media teams to look at the information being conveyed and decide what can and can't be shared. But to identify things by the hashtag, Save the Children's a good hashtag because people are using it in the way it was intended to promote awareness on something to reduce the likelihood of it happening. My I problem, agree. My problem with it is that they're they're uh, purely using these independent, quote-unquote, fact-checkers that aren't really fact-checking much. This is a, These are the same people who said Wayfair isn't trafficking children because Wayfair said so. Yeah, that's true. That's their fact right. checkers. Yep. And, and, um, in that particular instance, I think it was Snopes, but they might have been using Snopes as a reference, which is just as the same. It's the same thing. Is it? I don't. I don't know much about Snopes actually individually. So <laughs> I don't want to get into the I, like, details. I try, I try to. It's going to sound like I'm attacking them, but Snopes is a much smaller operation than people give it credit for, 
Um, it's, it's built up a lot of notoriety, and I don't want to target any specific individual in Snopes or how they are structured, but I think the best way of wording it is it's much smaller than you believe. And Tell me the one Jose guy. is right. Well, Jose is right. You, they fact-checked in their explanation. They said they reached out to Wayfair. <laughs> how do you reach out to the people that are the allegation is against? Like, OJ didn't do it because OJ said so. There you go, exactly. Go ahead. OJ didn't do it. But anyway, uh... <laughs> well, there you go. And well, we know this because we asked OJ. <laughs> right? you, that's not how you do a criminal investigation. That's not how you do any type of investigation. Um, there's a, there's, man, a, there's a meme that was going around, and I gotta bring it up because Sterling brought up Snopes. <laughs> but it said Snopes, and I don't know how true this is because I haven't looked into it. But it's funny enough to bring up. It said Snopes is literally a guy, his ex-wife, the '90s <laughs> prostitute he left her for, and maybe their cat. <laughs> it's a funny meme. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. We, who are we to say? But um, it's definitely a smaller operation than people give credit for. Um, give credit to it being because uh, people will use Snopes and say, oh, this has been disproven by Snopes. Well, that's just... It's not a way of ending I an think, argument. Isn't that so crazy that people read a couple articles and they try to go on and, they, and they'll try to disprove you or they think they have yeah. their expert on the, on the subject? Oh, absolutely. So, like... like well, I, let's, so let's circle back for just one moment. Yeah. We'll go back to how reporting should be on coronavirus. Mm -hmm. That is how people will give credence to the improper reporting of facts is they'll say the CDC is saying this and the CDC is just saying these are the numbers five million cases yeah and then they're like be scared five million cases that's a lot of people and there's <laughs> no context whatsoever to it but the CDC said it so you gotta but here's the thing I don't think that's your as an individual that this now becomes your responsibility right so like I know there's five million cases I need to figure out why and how they affect the people around me or how they affect me specifically. That's my problem. You're absolutely right. And, and you know what? It's very difficult to get that information in an honest way. Do you know that when I was just trying to look up, I was just trying to look up a very simple fact uh -huh. like back in June. How many people have died so far, right? Because you assume when someone dies, doctors are going to be like, yeah, so-and-so died. I'm updating the number. Uh -huh. And they're like, well, what did they die from? Well, we're still researching that. But they die. And so when you look up the fact that this many people died from a certain thing, it doesn't necessarily have to correlate to how many people died. Like, there's a report, like, well, you have to report deaths, right? Yeah. So when you report the death and you look at the total number of deaths, it's not a, a big increase. So there has to be some sort of understanding that this is a concern. But the information available to me shows that it's not a big concern over years past. You and the last part, as well. I'm sorry, I mean, I do. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, the last part of that was why it's just essentially why is it so difficult to get that information? Because I can't find that on the first search. I have to go down to like search result number three, four, or five, but I can find the number of coronavirus deaths compared to the expected number of deaths this year. So they'll show me a projection and a specific issue, but they won't just tell me how many people died so that way I can process information on my own. That is the part that's concerning to me. I agree, and I think that it's a problem. 
and that we need to pay attention to. And I think that um, maybe it wasn't as big a problem as they thought, right? I mean, who knows? Who who knows, right? But they're not going to give you real information because they don't want you to have more information than they want you to have. That's right. the government, right? Yeah. Um, I think that the real problem is it was a new virus, and they have no idea how it affects you. They don't know what happens later, later on. And I think they're instead of just saying that we don't know, they're more focused on trying to scare you in the in the short term versus focusing on the long term. And that's a huge problem because we could be preparing for things that could happen later on in the future, and they're just kind of short sighting us. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, we start going way back actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Are we still on social media censorship? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, 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 we went back to the Rona. <laughs> All right, so that was that was it on social media uh, censorship. Let's move on to our next topic, and it is Sterling, uh, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, Mr. <laughs> Biden. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, don't start that. <laughs> yeah. Are you voting for him? Are you voting for him? Because if not, you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. I, I guess I am. I gotta go. Stop checking that box on those applications. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden has some interesting thoughts on um, race relations. Uh, I actually pulled up the quote here. So Joe Biden said, "Quote: Unlike the African American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly diverse attitudes." About different things. We go to Everett now. I have no idea what's going to happen to me next after I say this, but he is, it's true, man. You agree with Biden? You know why I say that's true? It's because for the large part, for the larger, for the larger part of things, there's black people who vote a certain way because they're told to vote a certain, vote a certain way, and that's on both sides, Republican and Democrat. Once you're in a certain mindset, some people do the opposite, right? And I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. But uh, Hispanic people, there's Cubans who think they're different than Puerto Ricans who vote differently. This is true. Um, there's people, it's, it's just, there's just more people who vote differently than they have created a wider range of people. There's black Hispanics, white Hispanics, and they, and they include themselves in different subgroups. So it is true. Unfortunately, it is true. I, I don't disagree. Um, it, it was insensitive the way he said it and had this been a Trump quote the media would be screaming there would be headlines on every major outlet and we would be hearing about this every 30 seconds hey I'm gonna let you finish I'm gonna let you finish like Kanye but first I gotta say um if Biden was president already I think it would be the same but on the right but just keep going tell you gonna say anyways uh I don't know what right-wing publications are big enough for you to hear it every 30 seconds, but moving on. Um, Fox News. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. How many channels does cable have? And we get Fox News. And you know what? I got to say something else to y'all. <laughs> y'all. Y'all told me that the local stations aren't biased, and I looked up, like, in the past, they are biased, and they're owned by Fox. They're right-wing biased, just so y'all know. But I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think I, just Fox 35, who's our local point. affiliate, I don't think reports in the same manner as Fox News. I wish they did, but they don't. They mm. don't. It doesn't seem that they report the same way either to me. I would need some evidence to support your claim. Next time. But also, I can't believe both of you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> say it's the, the truth. The black community is not as diverse as well, the well, Latino let, community. Let me finish what From I'm Joe saying. Biden's perspective, he's literally, if 30,000 feet is where planes fly, 
He's up where the guy jumped from like the Red Bull in orbit. No, he should not. Have, feet. Here's the thing. He he should not have said it. But you know but what's he crazy? No, like so he doesn't know. He doesn't know the inner workings of the Latino community. He also doesn't know the inner workings of the black Man. community. I agree with that, but. So I, for him I don't. to say it, you know why I don't. That, you know why that's the problem. You know why I don't agree I, with that. Wh- whether you think it's right or wrong, you a, know why seventy-year-old white guy to talk about two different mm-hmm. minority groups. You know why I don't agree with that. As far as politics goes, you've been in politics for how long, Jose? What thirty years? Well, Joe Biden, Biden? by thirty, by fifty. Yep. He's seen all the numbers, all the polls. He's campaigned in all the places. He knows what me and Jose know. They vote differently. But he doesn't know what he ate yesterday. He doesn't know what he's <laughs> Yo, I, that's so, I can't argue that. That's so subjective. That's not a real argument. Shut up, man. That's not a real argument. Well, let me bring up something here interesting. Jose brought up a point that I didn't even think about, but once he said it, it, it rang true to me. He more than likely meant to say white people instead of black people. Um, but I have since disagree. Disagree with myself on that. Disagree. <laughs> well, I, I agree with you formally to your current opinion. On what you said. Look, he shouldn't have said what he said. Nope. But I don't disagree with what he said. As a person who I, I feel like I'm attached to both sides of, 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 the, of, of the cultures that he's referring to, I, I wholeheartedly agree with whatever it said. There are, voting-wise, po- politics-wise, the Hispanic community is more diverse. Yeah. We're, we're more diverse in other areas, too, but that's, to, that's not to, to the fault of, of African-Americans. No. There, and we, we, we are attached to our to our heritage and our history. Even our African heritage, we're, we're still more attached to it. Some of y'all. We hear it in our... Even, <laughs> even the ones that claim they're not. Because you hear it in our music. You see it in our cuisine, in our food, in, in, our, in, our, in our culture, in, our, in, in the way we observe certain religions. They don't claim it, though, Jose. They, don't, they, they may not claim it, but we still observe it the same way. And, and overall, he isn't wrong. We, 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 a Colombian isn't, doesn't... Isn't doesn't have the same life experience as a Puerto Rican, for example. You know what I mean? They don't observe the same cultures. They don't eat the same foods. They don't have the same clothes. We are a more diverse community because we come from different sides of the world. Here's the thing. Hispanic is a blanket term for people who are Spanish but aren't from America, kind of, right? So, Colombians, Brazilians. Yeah, but Colombians. Yeah, Colombians, Brazilians, Puerto Ricans. The reason why is because Hispanic people, Latino people, can trace back their lineage because they weren't enslaved. I agree. Some of them. You gotta forget about the Caribbean. We're all black. We were all descendants of slaves. This is true too, actually. Parts of the Caribbean are black, in my opinion. The, no, the entire, no, the Caribbean. entire Caribbean. The entire Caribbean. The entire Caribbean, the entire Caribbean is Latino and That's black. The, yes. Yeah. Haitian people are Latino? No. The, I'm referring mm. to the black, I'm referring to the he Hispanic and black. countries that are in, in, in so, the Caribbean. He so said no. Some, he said Latino and black. The black. I said the entire Latinos from the Caribbean. You ever met Haiti and Demi- Haiti and Dominican Republic? Are one are one island? One island. Right. Yeah. So you you really think there's no Spaniards that are Haitian? Come on, man. No, but you said no. That's what I asked. I asked. But I'm saying you said people black or no, they say black or both. In Some Cuba, Puerto Rico, and the Dominican Republic, you have people that no, have a lot I'm of black. Just talking about Haiti. Just talking about Haiti. One no, specific no, island. No, but they are no, but they no, are black. Not, that's not my topic. Right, We're talking are about the Hispanic. But are they people. also Latino? No, no, no. He's saying the entire group are Haitian and black, which is true. They're Haitian and they're Haitian. They're black and Spanish. And I'm referring that's to the that. Hispanic countries in the Caribbean. Cuba, so Puerto Spanish? Rico, Dominican Republic. Huh? Why is Haiti Spanish? Haiti's not. They were they're a French colony. 
Yeah, he said right. black and Spanish. They're black or hey, Spanish. Are they in the Caribbean? Yes. We were never talking about Haiti. You brought up Haiti, and yeah. it's not even yeah. anywhere near the conversation I was having. But That's true. Haiti is part of the Caribbean. But right. it's not part of the but Hispanic you, you, you're Caribbean. But you're missing the point. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. But Hispanic Caribbean. <laughs> he said, we were talking about yeah. Latinos. Where does Haiti come into Because the, you the, said that, that the Caribbean is black and Spanish, and that doesn't... That Haitians so being black, black doesn't or change. Spanish. The Latin, the okay. Latin, you're saying, the black Latin or Spanish. Countries. Okay, black or Spanish. Let's say, let's, let's say black let, or let me and rewind. Spanish. Let me rewind so he can understand my point because obviously he needs some help here. We were talking about Latin America, right? And I said, Spanish. and you said that Latinos aren't 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 black. They don't. They can. They can't. They can't trace their lineage. Like we can trace their lineage because we weren't enslaved. Correct. Mm-hmm. The three islands and in, in the three countries and and uh, the Caribbean. Oh, I know where you're going, actually. That are oh, Latin American. The, that's what I meant when I said the One entire the countries: Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, and Cuba. Mm-hmm. Okay. That those three countries, which are the only three Latin countries in the Caribbean, that's the true. entire Latin Caribbean is black. They were they 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 are descendants of slaves. There's different. So those three countries are black and Latina. Correct. And then the Bahamas, Haitian. Or Haiti, rather, are just black. Right, black was in French, kind of throwing. Right. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying all of Caribbean was black and Latin. No, the entire Caribbean that's of Hispanic heritage. Okay. Is, was, is, is, yeah. Is so black it wasn't intentional. It was there's, a lack of understanding. There's yeah. folks. There's folks. <laughs> there's folks in, in these countries I be that, troll. I that, sure. <laughs> that have a lot of black in them. There's folks that have very little. But if you see a blonde. Blue eye Puerto Rican. We are Rican. terrible people. They don't have <laughs> they don't have the same facial features as a blonde that's true. blue hair. That's true. That's my point. That's why they're more different. That's why they're that's why they're so much it's so diverse in America because when you say Hispanic, you're not talking to one person, right? The one type of person. Because they're from all over the place. So to sum it up, Joe wasn't wrong in the fact <laughs> but he mm. was wrong in saying it. <laughs> yeah, he should have kept that to himself, that's for sure. <laughs> If it was Kamala Harris, she could say it, but he can't say it. Yeah, Kamala oh, Harris can't say nothing. We're going to get into some stuff about have. that next I week. I like Kamala Harris, actually. Because uh, I think next week we should talk about... Um, prison criminal. reform? Yeah, prison reform. I was going to try to find the right word for that, but prison reform. Um, uh, I get a lot of my information, unfortunately, from the Joe Rogan podcast, and he had some people on from the Innocence Project. And um, that really opened my eyes to how I still view a lot of things. Don't shout out other podcasts on our podcast. Jordan is so big, I, I think that... I don't think it matters. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think the millions of people are going to continue watching and listening. Uh, but anyway, um, the Innocence Project is a great project, uh, whether it's from Joe Rogan's podcast or ours. They help make sure that people that you know pay the time did the crime. Because there are a lot of people that are unfortunately uh, in prison due to bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lack of energy and effort wanting to really uncover the truth and want to get credit for fixing the issue when, in fact, they really did not. So and, and you know what? those people being jailed also lead to people um, being killed. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in uh, weeks to come, if not next week. Um, on a side note, that's why I bring up Kamala Harris, only because I agree that uh, people sitting in bail is a, sitting in jail over bail is a big problem. It if is. you can't afford bail and you sit in jail... You're in jail for weeks, months. Sometimes years, years. Yeah. exactly. Waiting for a fair and speedy now, trial. Since you brought up Kamala That's Harris, true. everyone, well, a lot of people know that I'm a pro wrestling fan, and there's a pro wrestler named Kamala who just died of COVID-19. Oh, that's sad. I yeah. just, I, and, and 
the funny thing, well, not funny, but the coincidence here between him and Kamala is that his real life last name is Harris. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. No relation at all. Kamala's and, mom, like, from what I understand, is uh, of Hindu or Indian descent. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a name that means something to, to them in their religion. And of course, her, her dad was, uh, I believe, is Jamaican. Oh, so different islands? Yeah, she, her, her dad's Jamaican, and, and his last name was Harris, so that's how that, that, that happened. I so like her, though. no ties at all to the Ugandan giant Kamala, who, uh, rest in peace. But rest in peace. Shout out to his family, too. All right, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any closing thoughts. You guys have any closing thoughts or anything? We want to wrap this up and uh, get everybody ready for next week. What's happening next week? Oh, yeah. we're going to do this again. Oh, the cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we just, just at least one more time. <laughs> Ever, you want to add anything from your uh, your art as a mirror? Oh, yeah. Um, the only thing that's happening really that's really huge media uh, music-wise is uh, Black is King on uh, Disney. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Cause we don't mess with Beyonce on this podcast. No, I'm just playing. No, no. Um, 4% of total viewers. Of yes, I was about to say that. 4% of total viewers, and I hate to say it, but I can see why. I don't really get the point behind it. It's it's good music. Music isn't bad. Visuals are pretty good, but it's not. They built it to build it to be some kind of cultural uh, phenomenon, and it's not that. Well, guess what? You saw it. No one who didn't see it would know that it's not that. The reason why it's not become popular, it's not because people haven't seen it. Because nobody cares. It's because no one cares. Because Beyonce is a very polarizing figure. That's true. I mean, she, you know what's crazy? That says a lot about who buys Disney Plus, right? It's interesting, actually. I didn't think about that at all till right now. That's a good point. Yeah, that's because that's because the hood mess with them APKs. Them APKs is free on their fire stick. I tell you what though, I, I'm probably download the CD. The songs are fire. Really? Yeah. But the, the I don't get it. Like the actual images, I don't understand. Like it's they're not African, and they made Africa, and it's like people holding candles and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Maybe you're not voting for Biden, and that's why you don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we did so well this time, Jose. I don't know what happened just now. <laughs> but before we end, we're gonna do a couple plugs for ourselves here. Um, Everett is, of course, the um, managing contributor on our entertainment page. So that's essentialnewsdiscussion.com backslash entertainment. Mm -hmm. And that Twitter handle that he uses is converted from his personal account. And it is your art is a mirror. Yeah, yo. Y-A-I-A-M. And y -A -I -A actually, I'm looking for anybody who would like to perform. I have like a little studio. I will kind of get like, like to have an intimate session, kind of like NPR type setting. Whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of intimacy are you talking about here? I'm not Will Smith. This, this is a family uh, show. NPR. This is all. This is. Did, all, did I say that out loud? I think you did say that out loud. Oh, okay, this, I thought this, so. This is August, but we're not trying to have any attention this <laughs> year. I'll be dope. I'm always looking to put on local artists and try to promote their work because I am. Yeah, yeah, pretty absolutely. funny. And, and yeah. that's what we do is uh, Central News Discussion. We promote other people promoting their work. They promote other people doing their work. We have to replace the small business um, loss that we had as a result of COVID-19. Um, oh, this is a great way of doing that. And one other thing is let's all motivate Everett to make sure that he does his logo for your artist in here. He's working on a couple different ideas right now, so we just want to make sure he's able to promote himself in that I way. Think they, they, are, an idea. they are so bad, y'all. Oh, I was just saying, we didn't talk about money at all this time. Money matters. I guess that's why people have to listen next week. Ah, okay. Any, anything else for next week? Well, I'm glad you got it out, because you being a, a Biden supporter, you might have forgotten in the next few seconds. But anyways, next week. 
They're, they're both seen now, just so you know. They're both seen now. Oh, of course. I, uh, Perfect. So check us out on EssentialNewsDiscussion.com, Essential News Discussion on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're working on our YouTube page. Uh, we have a couple different accounts here and there, so reach out to us, and we'd be happy to promote your small business as well. Um, for Sterling, I'm signing off. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is Everett. I'm out. Just message me if you have any questions or want to talk. And this is Jose. Please, everyone, don't take me too seriously. I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> All right. Guys, have a good one.